All right. If you've heard this spiel a million times, well, then just fast forward. You don't need to hear this shit about me telling you about Patreon. You all know it by heart. You, You do. Ah, but there's an off chance that one of you is getting this for the first time. So you got to listen to me, like, you know, promote myself. And the trick is, you know, I have to sound like I'm doing it for the first time, which is really a bitch. I mean, seriously, I have been talking about this forever. And y- you can never stop. It's very important to keep banging the drum and sounding excited. And that's fine. I don't I don't mind that. I'm not complaining in any way, shape, or form. It's very important for me to remind you that the Patreon is one of the lifebloods of the Eric Zane Show podcast. And if you're looking for something more to listen to, like let's say the free podcast is, is fine, but you'd like a little more, well, that's what the Patreon is for. 15 plus hours of content each and every week. What with the daily Patreon bonus podcast, the Lost Zane recordings, which is what you're getting a free view of right here. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with Dale, which usually has Dale giving us one of his ridiculous sex stories. My God. Uh, Not to mention the Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. And then, of course, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. It's all there on my Patreon, five or ten bucks a month. Try it out for one month. And if you're like, okay, yes, I can, I can, I would like to keep doing this. You can either let it ride month to month or pay off one full year. And then I'll uh, knock 10% off the price if you do that. So, you know, if you can swing it, well, cool. If not, that's fine too. Or you're like, this sucks so much shit. I cannot believe I gave this dick five or 10 bucks of my money. And then you cancel that. And then that's it. And then I'm very appreciative of you and the gift that you gave me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nevertheless, even you just listening to this free podcast, that's a huge win for me. I appreciate your time. All right. Enjoy the free view of the Lost Zane recordings. Now, aren't you glad you listened to this? Hey, good morning. The Eric Zane Show, show number 142, is underway for the 2nd of November. Nice to have you here. Uh, Time seems to fly in the morning show these days. I don't know what it is, man. It seems like all of a sudden the week is over. All of a sudden the the show is over. Welcome into a Wednesday. Uh, Weather today... A high up around 62, but it's 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 going to get kind of messy. There's a pretty good chance it is going to rain a little bit later on and then kind of continue along for extended time. Not the end of the world, though. Thursday and Friday looking good. Uh, again, a high today of 62, 58 outside right now. We welcome in the one and only Julius. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Say that like it's a bad thing. Things are flying by. No, I, I'm, I can't wait for the oh, weekend. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I just, it's, I just marvel at how you know the week starts, and you think, oh god, Monday, and then all of a sudden it's halfway over. I think that's a good thing. If it sounded like I was saying like a bad thing, it's not what I meant. I thought it was Thursday today, so I don't know. 
And now that's bad. If you think that's 100% bad, you think, okay, it's Thursday. One more day and we're through this. Because Friday's kind of a wash. You just, I mean, you, it yeah, just, just rips by no Friday matter what. happens. Uh, the multi-talented Jessica is here. Jessica, welcome in. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Feeling good? Oh, yeah. Feeling good. So, uh, yesterday, uh, job, did you do Jack and that show? What did you say? It was taped or something like that? What was going on with Dave's show at 11 o'clock? Um, Dave is, for the next two weeks while I'm doing this show, doing the show solo. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, super busy. Jessica is, uh, is manning the phones at 800-785-1073. Thanks to our friends at Alan Bob's for setting us up with the phone line. Excuse me. <coughs> and uh, email, of course, eric at ericzainshow.com. Brought to you by Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Uh, it was a big turning point yesterday because I didn't go to bed by uh, uh, and right before eat, I don't know, five or six bowls of whatever sugar concoction cereal. Dude, it's a terrible, terrible thing. That's a bad habit. It's an awful habit. Not only eating garbage cereal, but right, I mean, literally, last spoonful, drop, and then brush teeth, go to bed. Oh, you actually, okay, at least you brush your teeth. Yeah. Because I would like. Oh, yeah, I would bathe your teeth in sugar, rotting them out. Uh, But last night. It was like, okay, resist urge to eat cereal. Resist urge. And my wife buys it all. I mean, you open up you open up the pantry, and it's like, what is going on here? So much money. And so I'm like, okay, made it through. Uh, now, this is massive because I need to drop. I mean, I'm fat. I, I'm just, I mean, there's no other way to put it. I'm fat. And I need that needs to stop. Now you lose the weight with the supervised program of age management, right. which we've talked about many, many times. I do not. <laughs> you I've, gain the weight through unsupervised eating. Well, I have had a lot of success in managing when I put my mind to it, and and keeping my weight down. Plus, I usually have a very, very high activity level. Well, as it would go, as the job was getting started here, my as you know, my activity level decreased dramatically. It's picking back up now, but it that has. Man, it's remarkable how quickly you can become a big, fat ball of pus. It's a lot easier to gain weight than it is to lose weight. Oh, substantial. I mean, love handles. <laughs> uh, it, 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 just really bad. I mean, I really notice it. You can't really tell if, um, if, you know, if you just look at me, but I obviously see myself very, very closely every day when I look in the mirror. I'm jumping in the shower. I'm like, oh, my God. This is bad. So uh, I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm laying down the law. And outside of when I start. That's that's a good start, though. Cutting back on five bowls of cereal at the end of the night. I mean, seriously. The only other. It's kind of a wash. It's not really (laughs) doing anything positive. The only other thing that I did, um, but I, I had to, was when I got home from work, I had to walk the dog and then I raked. What was that? I had to. No, rake. Oh, rake. I was raking leaves. And uh, I got really, really uh, uh, low blood sugar again. I started my hands. You're going to die. My hands started to tingle. Your wife's going to come home one day. You're just going to be passed out. Well, if I don't, the way I've got it down (laughs) is if I uh, if I'm going to do activity like physical activity, I have to eat something sugary beforehand. So I'm like, oh god, this is bad. I could feel it. And I got into the house, ate a Snickers. That's that's kind of bad because it's a double edged sword almost. Uh huh. Because if you don't eat sugar, you could pass out. But by eating sugar, you're also adding to the diabetes. 
right? Um, well, I tend to stay. Or do I not know how that? No, works? I think you do. But I, what I think um, it, it, it's kind of a mystery as to how it all goes down for me personally. But um, and I don't know if, and I'm, I'm not diabetic yet, <laughs> but I, I could very likely be diabetic before too long. But uh, it, it wasn't the end of the world. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because I heard a thing on the radio, some thing about eating sugar, and it was some public service announcement with some, I don't know, celebrity saying that how addictive sugar is. And she said, I don't know what, it might have been Michelle Obama or something. Uh, I, I'd say she's a celebrity. She said, uh, um, sugar in our children's diets, and, well, by extension, me, because I'm kind of a child, uh, is so addictive. It's more addictive than cocaine. I don't know if I believe that because what was the last? Because you know when when people get addicted to cocaine, aren't don't they like commit crimes? Yeah, and then die. I mean, you know, a person who wants cocaine so bad goes and robs somebody's house because they need money. And that I mean, when's the last time you heard somebody saying, "Oh my God, I'm out of cash. I got to go rob the neighbor so I can go buy go buy cookie crisp." <laughs> I, mean, I I I think a study should be done where you take three like two people and and give one of them sugar cereal. I'll be the guy that does that, and the other one cocaine every day, and then see who's more addicted at the end of it. Uh, I don't know if Michelle Obama said it, but someone at, like a doctor actually said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I can see it being more addictive, and only in the sense that it's not it's more easily accessible than cocaine. If, if sugar was as scarce as cocaine and as illegal, uh, people would be committing crimes for it, I think. It's just easily accessible. Everything has sugar. I, I can't wrap my mind around it because I, I know that when you see... They didn't say more destructive. They just but, said more addictive. But how often have you seen somebody... You've seen somebody who's addicted to drugs, let's say in this case cocaine, who um, when they stop taking the drug, it just ruins them, I mean, to an unbelievable level. But, I mean... It's not really the end of the world if you don't. I mean, it's kind of annoying, and you might well, feel a little. Wouldn't you pissy. say that you're kind of you get yeah. kind of wrecked? Right, you're about but, to pass out under a tree. Yeah, but while you're not, raking. Uh, not like emotional freaking out, uh, losing my mind, and making bad decisions. Yeah, that's why I said not more destructive, but more addictive. Uh, uh, you have to separate the two. Well, I think I'm different because I think that there's a, a uh, an underlying medical thing involved there. I, I mean, because of the potential for diabetes. Diabetes. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but I don't know. It just seems weird. More addictive than cocaine. I find that hard to believe. Uh, so, baseball last night. This was gigantic. Uh, what's the guy's name? Addison Russell? Yes. Addison Russell. The guy didn't hit that many home runs. He's not a big-time hitter. Bases but... loaded for the Cubs. 2-0. <laughs> Unbelievable. No. He, he hit it at a Chicago Cub fan. I don't know if uh, you saw the video. I didn't see that. I didn't yeah. see that. Of all the Indians fans, he hits it at a Cubs fan. Boy, that was a loud, loud pop, though, oh, yeah. man. There's a he got ton, a hold of that A one. ton of, I mean, the the actual hitting of the ball, but then the crowd cheering. That's a very vocal uh, Cubs contingency that's there. 2 Sorry, I like Buck. I think Joe Buck sounds fine. He's a lot better at baseball than he is football. Okay. For uh, football. Like, there was that one game where Megatron went off for, like, 300 yards and three touchdowns or something, and he got a gigantic touchdown over. He, like, leaped over, dude. 
And he was like, touchdown, Megatron. So, like, what the hell, dude? So he's this too dude, subdued. Is that Calvin the, is, is that going. What was that? He, he's too subdued in football? Yeah. Okay. Base. I actually like him in base. Baseball is a much more subdued sport. And he was actually pretty intense there. But like, Calvin is having a all like a Hall of Fame type game here. And touchdown, Megatron. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Uh, but Addison Russell. This is Russell. Cubs have forced the game seven, winning at nine to three. He had a he had twenty one home runs, but oh, like okay. he's not a big dude really. It'd be no. like it'd be like if um. Jose Iglesias went up there and hit a grand slam. Gotcha, gotcha, it would yeah. be like, where the hell did that come from? Well, this game started, man, right from the beginning. The Cubs were hitting the hell out of yeah, the ball. Yeah, three runs in the first inning. And you're like, oh, boy, here we go. And those Indians fans, man, they were jacked. And then as the runs started to pile up, it was like, uh-oh. Oh, boy, going to be. You know, and I, I give them credit because they were down 7 to nothing, And they had their... Uh, their starter was out of the game, and the guy who took over for him was was pitching well. And, man, they were cheering like crazy for this guy. And they're down – I mean, if it's me and my team is down 7 nothing at, like, the third or fourth man, inning, I've been out of there, man. I'll forget you guys. We'll try again tomorrow. Did you hear about – I am out. Did you hear about some of the prices for tonight's game? No. Oh, my God. If you want to sit – like next to the dugout, take a guess how much it is. Well, I know that the um, they were talking about four or five thousand dollars for the Cubs. Is uh, is it more than that? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Amy Lawrence was talking about it before with somebody. I don't remember who, but twenty thousand dollars for a ticket if you want to be next to the dugout. Now, let's ask ourselves: Is anybody going to pay for that? Yes. Wow, you think? Oh, yeah. So this is somebody who, I, who already has a ticket and sees the opportunity and says, you know what, I could just stay home and die. I could sell this ticket. Oh, I'd sell it it's in gotta be. It's got. I would, too. Man, people do crazy stuff with their money yeah. at moments like this. Like, think about someone like uh, Dan Gilbert, multi-multi-billionaire, yeah. right, one of the right. richest human beings on earth. Why wouldn't you buy that? You're there. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, if you have that type of money, but a lot of times guys who have that type of money are in a, uh, in a in a sequestered area, like a box or something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, but for a game like this, for Game Seven of the World Series, yeah, I think even as a as a sick, sickly rich man, not sickly, but like a, a disgustingly rich human being, he's very ill. Yeah. Dan Gilbert, he may be wealthy, but wow, that wasting disease has him down to seventy pounds. Oh, sorry, that's Mike Illich, <laughs> Dan Gilbert. Oh, oh come on. He's dying. I know, Let's but I just didn't want to comment. Um, but no, I would. I don't care. I'll sit there for twenty thousand dollars if I if I'm worth billions upon billions of dollars. So Charlie Sheen, who doesn't have anything to do with the Cleveland Indians, other than that he played a Cleveland oh, Indian. Is he throwing out the first pitch. Again? He played a Cleveland Indian in a film. Um, you remember as the series was getting started, he was like, you know. He himself was trying to. Um, he's separating lo- himself from. Uh, well, he's trying to. He, remember, he was trying to lobby to be able to th- uh, throw out the first pitch. Mm. And now, what the Indians have done is they've had legends from their past uh, come out and throw the first pitch. I believe it was uh, uh, Len Barker out last night. Oh yeah, Len Barker. Len Barker That's- threw a perfect game for the Cleveland Indians. So that when you were a kid. Uh, when I was a kid, I do remember it. Yes, and he. But for Cleveland Indians fans, it's gigantic. Barker had a good career, uh, but most notably did that. 
Better career or better stash? Uh, yeah, there's no question. So Barker comes out. and uh, But Charlie Sheen thought that he should be the guy. And he isn't. I mean, literally, he didn't do, he's never, he doesn't go to the games. He doesn't root for them. He doesn't do anything. He played a Cleveland Indian in a stupid movie. Uh, well, he's bent about it, and he's trying to um, throw some shade on the Indians. He's taunting them because they are now tied in the World Series after being up three games to one. Um, he uh, he's, Last night, he tweeted out, and by the way, he has the weirdest tweets. Uh, who, who space? It's like he's doing a haiku. He writes, whoever is, next line, idiotically guilty of, next line, preventing me from, next line, throwing out the first pitch, next line, in any of these home games. Well, just saying, 7-1, to one, top of the fifth. So Charlie's thinking that this is karma. Oh yeah, because the of Indians. It's because it's because of Kevin. Because Cosby the Indians didn't or, uh, Charlie let Sheen. Yeah, uh, throw out the first pitch. Great, Charlie. Did Kevin Costner throw out the first pitch for the Tigers when they were in the World Series? Right. Look, I don't see any of the. Uh, uh, I don't see any of you know from from the guy who. Uh, uh, put women in an extremely vulnerable position by not telling them that he was HIV positive. I don't think you ever have the uh, uh, ability to throw anybody under the bus about anything these days. And a team would want to distance themselves from Charlie Sheen, right? Because like, of that, all that, and like they could, they probably regret having him play. What, what was his name? May- Mad Dog Mayhem. Or? What wasn't his um, Wild Thing? Wild Thing Vaughn. Yeah, that's right. Wild thing, Vaughn. Uh, so, what an idiot! Come on, man. Uh, coming up next, uh, we've uh, got a story. I th- was it you that sent me the one about the ultimate fixer-upper house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you any good with with that sort of stuff? Uh, I'd like to be. Maybe but one I'm day. Not. Maybe one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can swing a hammer. Okay. Whether I hit the nail or not, I don't know. The ultimate fixer-upper house. We'll tell you about that coming up next. And if anyone asks you who you listen to, please tell them the Eric Zane Show on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. My free view of the Lost Zane recordings. If you want the full show, well, you know by now. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.